0: Hausens is like the name of like a German restaurant. Like Hoffmann House. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> but, it, but it's a sushi restaurant. Yeah, it makes it, no makes sense. makes no sense. I'll kidnap a thousand kids before this company dies!
1: I cracked up too at the sushi because there's like a hibachi chef that's an octopus.
0: Welcome back to Butterless Popcorn, as we are on our second episode of the new Pixar series. And, of course, we're talking about Monsters, Inc. Adam Cookesoff.
1: Oh, yeah, 2001 film. This is fresh off, so we did Toy Story before. That was 1995. Toy Story 2 was think, 2001 as well, or 99? 99. I think 99. It was 99. Yeah, 99, yeah. So this is, this is fresh. 99. <laughs> 99. <laughs> yeah. So this is right after that film coming out and talk about another pixar masterpiece man coming right at you story of uh really two odd looking monsters <laughs> um in a in a town full of odd looking monsters super entertaining and again one of those films we talked about it with toy story but again one of those films where
0: even as you watch it you know as an adult it's so funny it, it's great i mean we briefly had this conversation before we uh, we did the Toy Story pod, um, but you know, this at least for me personally, like this watching this movie hit me more emotionally than than Toy Story. Uh, it just it just gives you all the feels. Like it is very funny, but the relationship between Sully and Boo is just mm-hmm. like it, it just makes you feel so fuzzy inside, and it's just like uh, yeah, it just makes you blush. Um, but I think,
1: it, I think part of it too, sorry, is, is also when it came out. So this was like, we were, we were seven years old. That's crazy. So this is like the perfect yeah. time for us to be watching this movie. So this is, I don't know about you, but this is like one of my, the first movies I remember really getting into me too. From, from like an animated movie perspective. You know?
0: I remember the first time I ever saw this movie, actually, Ooh. it was at trip school when we did like the sleepover in the gym. Do you remember <laughs> yeah. that? Which is weird, by the way. Yeah, kind of bizarre. Uh, Do you do that these days? Uh, Probably. Just have a bunch of children sleeping. Especially because our gym teacher. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Okay. Anyway. But no, I remember there was like a school sleepover in the gym with parent chaperones, and they played Monsters Inc. on like a. They did. They played Monsters Inc. They did. That's
1: right. That's when I saw this
0: movie for the first time. Yep. Because I think it was 2001. Yep, that's 100% right. Yeah. Now I
1: do remember that.
0: Yep. Um, but it's an incredible movie. One of my favorite Pixar movies. Um, I don't have a have a favorite off the top of my head. I would probably have to sit down and think pretty hard about that. But one of my, like, three favorites. As you said, <clears throat> really interesting story with the characters, with the monsters. Um, so it launched in, 19, in 2001, but the idea for Monsters, Inc. was actually... Conceived in 1994 by uh, Lasseter, who, who we talked about earlier, did Toy Story and a handful of other people, including Pete Docter, who ended up being the director of Monsters, mm-hmm. Inc. Uh, you know, kind of a funny way that it came about. they were having a brainstorming session and they were just like, oh, you know, when we did Toy Story, we did it with toys. So let's just do something with monsters. Uh, basically, Sparknotes version of how that happened. Yeah. it's nuts. Um, they just
1: got in a room. It's literally, I forgot what kind of session they called it. A story summit. Yeah. It was a story summit. They would get in a room and literally just like bounce these creative ideas off one another. And it was like, it was like a full day event or something like that. And then like you had to come away with some kind of script or some kind of movie and they came away with this. I mean, there were, there were changes along the way, similar to how Toy Story had changes, but, but still like the, the overarching concept was formulated there. Yeah,
0: and kind of similar to how Toy Story came to fruition, the original plot was so different from what it ended up being. The original plot to Monsters, Inc., or the original idea, excuse me, from Pete Doctor who kind of took the the lead on it was about a 30-year-old dude who was terrified of monsters. And then he had to basically like overcome certain fears. So those monsters would go away, yeah. which is kind of, a I think that's kind of, a it's cool plot. interesting. Uh, yeah, definitely. It seems more of like a horror film though, compared yeah. to like a comedy. So then as they did with toy story, they go back to the drawing board, they decide to make it a buddy, buddy flick. <laughs> um, but it was spectacular the, the same, the same ingredient, the same recipe uh, also made it really successful. And um yeah, I it was yeah. great. I love this movie it so much. It really
1: is. I mean I it's uh it's especially interesting. So, you know, similar to, We we keep comparing it to Toy Story, but the way it performed, I mean, absolute hit the box office. Yeah again. Oh my god, massive. Um the reviews, phenomenal awards, I mean you name it. Um, you know, we'll get to it in a bit with the legacy, but this is now, this is what, the fourth movie? Because A Bug's Life, was that before this? Oh, a man. Bugs Life? I, um, I, I, it was right around the same time because Toy Story 2 was before this. There it was Toy may Story. have been. So anyway, this is like the third or fourth Pixar movie. Yeah. Um. And this is when you
0: can really see, like, they've got a
1: formula. And it works. And yeah.
0: It works really well. Right. That's when they're like, oh. So, like, Toy Story was like, all right, let's take these guys seriously. And then by the time they get to Monsters, Inc., it's like, all right. Pixar yeah. is the legit. is the production company for animated films. They they did face a
1: little bit of a I don't want to call it backlash or a little bit of legal trouble. So there were a couple lawsuits that that came after the creators of Monsters Inc. So um, one of them was there was this author of of a book that had basically claimed that they they stole her her, her basically her work her, her yeah. entire story. Um, but it just happened to have monsters. It was pretty loosely affiliated. And I think that was thrown out. And then there was another person who sued because there was a rendering of Mike. It wasn't actually Mike Wazowski. It was just a monster with a giant eyeball, which I'm sure there's a dime a dozen of yes. those. Like one eyed had, monster. Yeah, the, the one eyed monster. one eyed monster. <laughs> Step
0: right up. To yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Awesome <laughs> powers. Awesome that's powers. great. Yeah. Oh, nice. Love that. Oh, I wasn't that's even like, going for that. I know.
1: I just snuck it that's in great. there. That's great uh but anyway so that was kind of like thrown out too but these guys are creative geniuses so i mean obviously you could see the success that they had but unbelievable
0: yeah and as you said at the box office so it's kind of funny when we talk about toy story we're like oh almost 400k at the box office incredible monsters inc grossed over 577 million dollars worldwide yeah and it was still only the third highest grossing film of 2001 because the two that were above it Lord of the Rings The Fellowship of the Ring and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone <laughs> like, which I when? Mean. when will you gross f- nearly 600 600 million dollars and you're the third highest grossing movie of that year I know and your movie's, absurd but, and your
1: movie's about like fucking animated monsters yeah <laughs> so I, it's, it's, it's
0: yeah amazing that's but, how good um, it is as you said went on to win not only win awards but it really left, you know, an impact in terms of uh, people loved it and wanted to see more of it because then we got the Monsters University sequel, which I didn't really like very much. I enjoyed it; um, I thought it was fun. It was nice to see the characters. In nostalgia, yeah, yeah. Um, but then there's. Um, yeah, that new television series that actually just came out earlier yeah. this month on Disney Plus, right?
1: Yes, it is on Disney oh, Plus. On yeah. Monsters
0: at Monsters at Work, it's what it's called. Um, I'll probably want to at least watch the. First I think that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, and it is Billy Crystal and uh, John Goodman. I mean, it is it's them. Yeah. So, which is shocking, right?
0: So, um, so Adam, you usually, I, I usually take the reins on this one. when We talk about the making of the movie. Any fun casting tidbits here? Uh, Th- yeah, I mean, I you're kind of out. baiting
1: me into this one because no, I you, know, you know, I love this guy. And I it, know
0: what's coming. It's
1: Bill fucking Murray <laughs> was uh, he was in the running for Sully um, and Pete doctor made the right call to go with uh, John Goodman. He actually he didn't even like get in. I think he like didn't even get in touch with uh, with Bill Murray, just like. He just wanted him. Didn't work out. He was yeah. like, I wrote this. I want Bill Murray to and play it. Bill Murray was like, nah. <laughs> um, but it's funny because in Toy Story, the guy who said, nah, was Billy Crystal. Yeah. And he was like, nah, this movie seems like it kind of sucks. <laughs> Which was a
0: complete bonehead oh move. God, fucking mistake.
1: Billy Crystal did not make the same mistake twice. He signed up for uh, for Monsters, Inc., and you know, for good thing he did because he he turned out in Buzz Lightyear, which was you know not the right move. But um, so John Goodman ultimately got the the voice of Sully, who at the time was the big like Roseanne guy. Yeah, you know? huge. Was, and that series, he was a big, big star. Time. Yeah. yeah,
0: a lot of work with the Coen brothers too: Big Lebowski, Raising Arizona, like great movies. So
1: I mean. You know, again, I think we say this every time. Like, thank God the cast went the way it did. Yeah, seriously. Um, I love Bill Murray, but that's that's complete. I mean,
0: yeah, no, John Goodman is is fantastic. How's how Bill
1: Murray going to be Sully? I mean, yeah, and I again, that deep voice, like we said with Tim Allen in Toy Story. You know, yeah. you need that
0: deep voice and. Bill- <laughs> imagine, imagine if the roles were reversed and, um, uh, Billy Crystal was Buzz Lightyear and Tim Allen was Mike Wazowski. Imagine Tim Allen as Mike Wazowski.
1: Mike Wazowski, <laughs>
0: Mike Wazowski. <laughs> you just yeah, don't see it. it.
1: Sounds like a basketball player off the bench. It's actually funny. <laughs> it kind of sound
0: very Marv Albert-ish, yeah, right there. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> that was wonderful I'm from downtown. Um, oh, we're gonna miss Marv Albert. Um, yeah. No, John Goodman was great. Actually, so according to the research, uh, he interpreted James P. Sully. Sullivan, his character, is like an NFL player. He said, quote, he's like a seasoned lineman in the 10th year of his career. He is totally dedicated and a total pro. That's pretty good. I mean, Sully is the best at what he does. Yeah, he is. But, uh, so that's kind of funny how you interpret that as character. But, yeah, as you just said, really great cast. John Goodman and Billy Crystal are, are dynamite together. Um, but they're not the only good cast members. I mean, there's some other good tidbits in here. I mean, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love Steve Buscemi, and he kicks ass as Randall. He is. He's it, good.
1: I, it was kind of funny because I was watching the film, and I forgot had, that Steve Buscemi was in it. Yeah. And I'm watching the film, and I hear the voice, and I was like, I know that voice. And I couldn't put my finger on it because like, I would have such never a thought distinct Steve voice. Buscemi. Yeah. It's such a distinct voice. And it's him.
0: Yeah, he's great. He's great. And, uh, yeah, he's good at playing a douchebag. He's played some – he's played like some – some uh, kind of conniving pricks and other roles before, which yep. we'll get into later. But Steve Buscemi's great, Johnny Goodwin's great, uh, Billy Crystal great. Just an all around fantastic movie, amazing story, warms my heart every time. Uh, anything else you want to add before we dive in here, Adam?
1: Only thing I'd add is yeah. just this is on the animation and production side. But yes. I thought it was interesting that um, for every main character, they had a different lead, yeah. uh, like designer, animator, um, take care of it. That hadn't been done before. I don't think. No. Because usually, I mean, for like Toy Story at least, when there's not a ton of precedent before this, but it's just, you know, a couple people that are taking the lead on this. But this was like one person had Sully, one person had Mike, you know, so it's just so it's impressive how it all kind of came together because they were all able to just. Put all their focus into one character and make them as best right. as they could be.
0: Yeah. And the the depths of the the characters in Monsters Inc., you can really tell that it's a next level up, even from Toy Story. In Toy Story, the characters are, are spectacular, but you can really tell yeah. y- even in those side characters <laughs> that like yeah. it's it's really unbelievable. They're, like, they're clever and funny in a way, yeah. too. Where it's like, oh,
1: that is like look at him. <laughs> look yeah. at that little monster.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, you can tell. That there was so much attention to detail put into every single one of them, mm-hmm. even people like Randall's weird assistant. Yeah, like well, the was red his name guy? Man? I don't even remember his name. Oh man, it's I have it. Come in, to me. I have it in there somewhere.
1: Um, I'll, hold on, I'll have it right.
0: Frank, uh, uh no, Frank Oz is the actor. Uh, no, who the hell is? Yeah, I don't remember. Fungus, fungus, it's fungus. Like even it's that a... guy, he's really quirky yeah, and he, he has personality
1: traits. And the two. Um, the two like interns or whatever is like, don't stop. You're gonna make them oh, distracted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love those guys. Yeah, but they're they're like quirky looking too. Yeah it's, good. It's, yeah,
0: it's really it's really spectacular and and just brilliant how they created these characters for this movie. Um, kind of we're kind of yeah. we're kind of talking about the legacy already, but <laughs> yeah, I know, um, we are. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But, but I got nothing else to. Yeah, add let's let's dive in. All right, Adam. Segment one favorite scene starting off as we usually do give me your list for monsters inc
1: got five of them here the first one it's not the not the real opening scene but in the beginning they're walking to work and they see all the different monsters on the street and they're like hey how you doing Like and it's just like such a feel good <laughs> the italian yeah. shop yeah yeah um so funny you just really feel good they're interacting with everyone you can tell that Soli's like a big name and Mike is kind of like riding the coattails of it. Yeah. Um, but it just it also introduces you to all the impressive animation like right in the beginning, which is really impressive. So it's just like, all right, this movie's legit. So yeah. love it. Um, I, I love when Georgie, George Sanderson, has the sock on him for
0: the first time. That is a great moment. <laughs>
1: and they freak the fuck out. They they call the CDA on them. Um and he's just like extinguished. He's stripped of his fur. Yeah, um, it's funny because it happens to him two more times. I know that's great. It's... And then
0: he fucking what <laughs> yeah, does he he, do? he Throws the sock on his partner. Got a yeah. twenty-eight nine, No, he like, yeah. throws
1: him in there. Yeah. Um. So I love Sanderson's great. The um the news montage with people talking about the kid
0: and they're lying oh, about it's the superpowers. So funny. Yes. How relatable is that to what? It's fake to, news. What, to what is going on in I the world know. now and in the past year. It's crazy. And it's it, like going to a Trump rally, and, and hey, well, have you is? ever watched like that stuff on the Daily Show where they go to a Trump rally and the the shit they're, that they're spewing? Nuts. It's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, I saw it with my own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and that's what happens in sake It's incredible. I, yeah, it
1: was so funny. I I really that really stood out. Yeah. To me. Um. So a couple more. I headwind solely um puts Boo to sleep, and starts to care for her like she's his child Yeah, is a really touching moment there. And in in his bed, there's just a lot, there's a lot in that, in that scene there.
0: I love that scene too, because that's really the, like up until then, you're starting to tell a little bit, okay, like he, you know, it's a little kid, he thinks she's cute. But in that scene is where we were like, oh, this is where this is going. Sully has a heart and he loves this kid already. And like, you kind of see where it's headed, and you know that the kid is safe at yeah. that
1: point for the monsters. But yeah, right. Um, and then the last one I have is solely saying goodbye to Boo. Um, holy shit, man! Yeah, it's
0: pretty pretty gut wrenching. Did not right?
1: expect to have water in my eyes for oh, this man. film, but that's a there's there are a couple moments, but that one really gets to me. So i I think that's my winner there. With my runner-up being the one we just talked about, where he, where he puts boo to sleep. Nice.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, those are all amazing choices. What do you got? So, uh, so I had uh, pretty much the same, a couple different ones. Uh, I really like in the beginning when Mike and Sully watch the commercial that they're on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really, it's just, it's just hilarious. It's fair, those are, those are like the two moments. So there's that. And then at the end, the when Mike's in the magazine. Those are like some of my favorite moments with Mike. And it's great writing because, like, obviously, it's like, oh my god, he's fucking cut out of the picture, and he is so pumped. Yeah. that he just made it. And Billy Crystal's
1: amazing in that too. I know. Like from a voice acting perspective, like he's so excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: I had that as one. Um, I like the their the the first time we see them at work. Uh, the first time seeing them in action and how the doors. Well, that's when they're <laughs> walking to work. <laughs> they're walking up, pointing at them like, <laughs> yeah, Well,
1: well the, no, no, they do it at work. Too. Oh, they do it at work also. Yeah, that's
0: right. They do. Um, when they're at work and you actually see them in action and like how the doors work and, uh, each monster getting into their own like scare routine before they actually go in. I think that part is really cool. Um, so I had that, like when Sully meets Boo for the first time, that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, that sets everything up plot wise. It's just really fun. Uh, I had when he puts her to bed. I like when Sully, uh, roars in front of her. When he does the the demonstration, he doesn't realize, like, how terrifying he is in that moment. and and, You can see it
1: on the camera. Yeah. And then
0: when he looks back, it's like a revelation to him. He's like, oh, my God. Like, not only did I just scare her, but I think that's a moment for him. He's like, this is what I do for a living. Like, I terrify these kids. So that, uh, I love when they catch Mr. Waternoose in the act at the end. What brilliant... Oh, that is a good. brilliant plan. Did yeah. not see that coming yeah. at all. That's a great twist. Yeah. Oh, kidnap a thousand kids before this company <laughs> dies, or whatever that is. Uh that's a great moment. Uh, but my winner is uh I kind of combined a couple scenes into one, but I have I I wrote down Sully Saves Boo, fights Randall, and riding in the hall of doors.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. So basically from when like they have the machine in Boo's face and then yes. Sully saves her and then Sully and Randall fight and Mike comes back and then they go to like the big hall of doors. It's a legit chase scene. It's awesome. It's, yeah. It's awesome. Really great action. And the effects are obviously incredible, but it, 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 it keep, keeps you on the edge of your seat.
1: Yeah. It's visually just insane. Yeah, it's stunning. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's my scene in the movie. I love that.
1: That's a very good point. I think from a cinematic perspective that blows it away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now there's a lot. I don't know if we had any of the same ones really. It's yeah. No, that's it's true. A couple. Um, well, this one I think might be different, but let's let's go musical time. Monsters all right.
0: Inc. All right. Um so I have I took the scene in the beginning when Sully uh it's in that first scene when they're all when the monsters are all doing their scares during the day and Sully so Randall takes the lead but then Sully takes the lead back from him like okay. immediately. And then um so this is actually a Randall solo. Whoa, yeah. Steve Buscemi. So so imagine the scene, um, you know, Randall gets the glory for like five seconds. And then all of a sudden, Sully gets it back, and that's the end of the scene. And Randall is just like pissed. He's fed up with, with, with Sully. He wants his glory. So he breaks out into – sh- I'm not going to try to do Steve Buscemi's voice. I'm just going <laughs> to do it as me. Hey, kids. Sully, 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 what a dirt bag, he thinks he is the man, so what if he's got all the records, his scares are just a drag, just give me one or two or three days, and I'll be sitting on top, Sully won't stand a damn chance, I'll cheat him out of his spot. Uh, and those are all the lyrics I wrote, but he just starts elaborating to, He actually says the plan that he's gonna okay. implement.
1: Nice, yeah, you got it. Kind of got to do that in the musical, like, right? Really make you got to give some context. Um, yeah, hey, it's sinister. Yeah, uh, right. It was dark. I like yeah. it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, we used to do very upbeat, you know, uh, happy, you know, up tempo type musicals. Right. So I'm i chose glad to take that a different route I'm this glad time. He did a yes. different route. That's yes, it. I like um, Randall.
0: He's a good character. I like him.
1: He is. Um, yeah. I mean, glad he got what he had coming to him at the end. But um, so my musical is probably more of the traditional style that we go with. But um, the scene that I took was, well, actually, I didn't really take a real scene. I kind of cheated on this one. Hey, but you know how many times I've cheated in this category? You deserve a couple. I'm allowed to have one. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the opening. Like I wanted it to just be kind of like a cold open. Of just like a a musical. Yeah, I love that. Like the screen just immediately goes to it. So it's... Welcome to Monsters, Inc. We make them scream. We make them shrink. Oh, I meant shriek, not shrink.
0: Hey, continue.
1: (laughs) Shriek. Uh, The city needs loads of power, so make the kids even louder. The man in charge is Water Noose, funding all the screaming juice. (laughs) Wait a minute. There's a kid on the loose. There's a kid, there's a kid, there's a kid, there's a kid. There's a kid on the loose.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Getting fired up after that. Fucked
1: up in the beginning, but it came out strong. I like it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Fired up. Um, Yes. Good stuff. All right. Best quote. So this is... I know we talked about last time with Toy Story, like how intelligent some of the dialogue is. I don't have many quotes, and I think the dialogue is very intelligent still. But there weren't as many like punchy lines as in Toy Story. I noticed, but yeah,
1: yeah. no, I I felt similar. There were a lot of lines where I was like chuckling, and I thought they were funny, but they weren't like they weren't worth writing one liner. Yeah, Yeah, right. And then I think I got through like a good part of the movie, and I was like, wait, I only have like one quote, so I kind of added some towards the end too. But I have five. Okay, I I think that's um, yeah like nine i don't think i've
0: ever had five for a podcast no usually done. like 15 yeah right <laughs> all
1: right well i'll start with the first one then all i'll right. go to you but wazowski you didn't file your paperwork last night Roz.
0: you know that uh that was actually a man doing yes. the voice of yes. ross yes. yeah. unbelievable yeah i know really incredible I, I was looking
1: at the imdb and i was like oh
0: no way yeah, yeah amazing good. i love that um <laughs> What can I say? The camera loves me.
1: <laughs> With the same scene you were just yeah. talking about, yeah. So the scare floor will be
0: painted? Oh, empty. <laughs> yeah. How does Mike not catch on to what Ryan was trying to say? That's really good. That's really good. Um big deal. Guy takes five steps and he's there. When they're walking to work. Oh the and really the, big the, guy. The, the big yeah. Guy. He's like, see, he's walking. He's walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So I said, if you talk to me like that again, we're through. What did she say? Well, you know my mom. She sent me to my room. Who's that? Is that <laughs> one of the interns? It's like the two interns. He says it in passing. I was dying oh when he says God. that. He's like, if you talk to me like that again, we're through. And
0: it's his mom. <laughs> I don't even think I caught that. You know, That's hilarious. So funny. Oh, my God. Um, Kind of similar to your other Ross one, but I had... I'm watching you, Wazowski. My throat hurts. Really yeah, good. it hurts.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to cough. Drink some water. Yeah, I was going for a snake slash ninja approach with a little hissing. This <laughs> <laughs> the guy who is—he's uh, training in water is Like, dude, that
0: was terrible. Yeah, and he's like, what were you going for? Yeah. All right, <laughs> I like that. Um, you know, I'm so romantic sometimes. I think I should just marry myself. Oh God,
1: I love that Wazowski quote. Yeah. Hey, look at that's Randall. It's, oh. <laughs> when, um, Sully is fighting oh, with and Randall. Then and then he, then he throws, in, yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, hey, look invisible. It's, Randall. it's,
0: oh. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, my last one, and this is my, my favorite quote. Kids these days, they just don't get scared
1: like they used to. That's a good one. It's and, kind of breakfast clubby. <laughs> I, I actually thought I
0: sounded like Batman right there, actually. <laughs> Where's the trucker? Don't get scared <laughs> like they used to.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, I have two other ones. Yeah.
0: Mike Wazowski. Yep. Oh, how did I? Yeah, I don't know that how you down. didn't That's have that. Like, yeah. Legendary.
1: And then the last one. And I don't want to see any paperwork on this. That's good. Yeah. But my favorite is actually the
0: <clears throat> Mike Wazowski. Yeah. I mean, how is it not? That's yeah. like iconic. I love that. That's great.
1: So, yeah. I mean, not <laughs> the most quotable movie, but a lot of fun ones yeah. in there. Um. All right. Well, let's go to the camera.
0: Best shots you got. Yeah. So I got three here. First one, uh, in that first day of work, Sully and the scares walking into the room, and it's like slow-mo, and it shows them just walking mm-hmm. in a line, and Sully's leading the front. It's a really fun shot. I feel
1: like you need some good music there. Like, yeah, you do. Uh, like, uh, like in the replacements when Keanu Reeves comes out of the tunnel. Uh,
0: it's like... Ah, (laughs) And then you see Gene Hackman in the background. (laughs) Son of a bitch. He he looks like he thinks he's going to (laughs) play. And Sully goes, damn right, I'm going to play Oh um, man. So I had that one. <laughs> Get the hell out of my locker room <laughs> to Randall. Get the hell out of my locker room. All right. Yeah. All right. This is not the replacement. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I have Sully and, speaking of locker room, Sully and Boo <laughs> in the locker room uh, when she, in, uh, that first time in the locker room and he's looking around for her and she's on his back, but it's a fixed shot of the it's like a centered fixed shot of mm. like the locker room and then he's like running back and forth but the you camera stays her. where it is yeah you know that's clever yeah i like that one uh but honestly i love when sully is sledding that is a good one really cool stuff because yeah. it shows from his perspective like going downhill and then it shows like the side shot and the front shot and i think and when he crashes it's just like a cool action yeah sequence. that's a
1: good point that, that couple now action sequences we've mentioned yeah here. yeah and he's is, like flying unreal.
0: down the hill yeah. it's really cool yeah so that's my winner what about you
1: um i'll start with another action sequence when they're riding the door like a roller coaster you know in that whole scene that you were mentioning i just thought it was really i mean just the camera work being able to capture like the entire pain of all of the doors and just gives you a sense for the scale of the operation that they're running but yeah. also it's a good action sequence so it's fun um the camera, you also mentioned this one, when the camera catches Sully's scare and his face and how frightening it is, and then also the booze reaction, and then combine that with, like, Sully's reaction to seeing it, I just thought that was pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, But I'm going with, at the very end, Sully's face.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised actually, you didn't go with the close-up, because I was actually, up, that's I your was thing. actually th- honestly, like, eight seconds ago, I was thinking I should yeah, have had it Sully's face. Because that that's is great. just, yeah. I mean, his... It's a perfect way to end the movie. Yeah, it is. It's a perfect shot to end the movie. So I'm, yeah. I you feel hear like a that's kitty and then you see his face and it's uh-uh. like, and like your heart shit. just melts. Yeah, it's great. Uh, wonderful. Moving on here. My favorite category, movie farts. Uh, how gassy do you think Monsters, Inc. is, Adam? Uh got a couple toots. A couple toots. i got three here. Yeah, I had two. Um,
1: So Water Noose. Water Noose. <laughs> Banishes Mike and Sully to a place that's only a few miles away from a town with children. What an idiot! <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> what a loser! Uh, bad move on his end. Yeah. I thought he could have been a little smarter.
0: So I'm gonna. So I'm gonna just say one of mine because it's almost the same thing right there. So as we're on this category, mine was, or as we're on this like topic, how hadn't the abominable snowman or Bigfoot, who were previously exiled, figure out how to get back into um, whatever yeah. world they live in because Sully figured it out within, like, two minutes. He was like, oh, there's a town down there. I just got to go down to the town and go into these closets. How had it, like, I just yeah. don't understand how well, no one else who had been exiled in the past, like, figured that out. The abominable snowman is it's like, oh, I've been here for years. Yeah. And I love it. And I made a home. It's he like, said it's
1: paradise, so I guess maybe he just likes it there. I guess. But... Sully
0: figured it out in two minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is that is right. That's kind of like a double fart. there. Yeah,
0: double fart. Yeah. So anyway, do your do your next couple. No,
1: that's good. Um, what else did I have here? So,
0: uh,
1: how the hell did Mike rebuild Boo's
0: door? Oh, it's a good. It's a great one.
1: I mean, where come did he on. get
0: the pieces from?
1: Yeah. You... It's it. Yeah. It's... And even if you go through the shredder, like, and also it, it happened fairly quickly. It seemed like, I don't know how that happened. like that would take years. Yeah. Well, I think. Well, so,
0: I think a year had gone by. Oh, at it. Okay. I think because so I correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so cause like in the end Sully takes over the company and they're focusing on the laughs and he, he like looks at a chart. It shows their performance, and it says like first year results, oh, or something okay. like that. And yeah. It's like skyrocketing, I think you're right? So okay. I think that's left to assume. Like a lot of time had passed okay. in between the whole boost. Still
1: very. But, I don't know how you got all those pieces. No, thought, it's it's, but, yeah. it's
0: impossible. Yeah, I don't know how he did that either. So. the
1: The last one I have is the lack of parents. So how do they not hear the kids screaming? Where are Boo's parents? This is a thing in Pixar movies, apparently. (laughs)
0: Toy Story, we had similar farts that the parents are just like, where the fuck are they? Like, I mean, I get that it's animated, but,
1: you know, they're just completely oblivious. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of gassy. But uh, the big one is, or my winner, is the the banishing to a town that has children nearby. Yeah. Uh,
0: The only one I had was, how much time do we think passes when boo is gone like is is human is time different in like the human world than it is in the monster world Mm -hmm. because boo is like a two-year-old three-year-old kid like if she's gone for like a week at least give a scene of like her parents like flipping out that she's (laughs) gone um But like, if you know, if if a if a weekend monster world is only one night in human world, I don't know. I just still freaking out. But kinda, yeah, I kind of want some more context there. And going yep. back to the parents aspect, like, where why did they not notice that their yeah. little girl was gone? Well, like, she did the, it again. Yeah, <laughs> like, <"What?" she's> back in <laughs> the monster world. Yeah, so that one. But my 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 big fart also is about the the Himalayas yeah. where they were. The yeah. Himalayas, there
1: you go. Yeah. Well, nice. Well. Decent amount of gas, but uh, we'll get we'll get all cleared and ready for segment two when we come Let's back. Let's do it. This episode of Butterless Popcorn is brought to you by Day Old Fish. Are you sick and tired of paying a premium for a nice fish dinner? Tilapia, more like to a lot of money. That's why Day Old Fish created a solution. Day Old Fish is the only fish delivery service that will bring you old fish right to your door at quite the discount. Treat your special someone to a gourmet fish meal. At a fraction of the cost. Day Old Fish specializes in expired or nearly expired salmon, grouper, and mahi-mahi. Cost savings never taste so good. Day Old Fish, what are you waiting for? And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Butterless Top... Butterless Popcorn, holy moly. Popcorn. Popcorn. Peas, unique New York. (laughs) Uh, We're talking Monsters, Inc. and... It's time for the biggest asshole. Who you got?
0: So this was obviously there's two huge, enormous dicks in this movie, and it was. I gotta say, it was really hard to decide on one of them because they both are just evil. Yeah, they are. Um, I I ended up going with Randall. Obviously, it's Randall and Mr. Waternoose. Yep. I ended up going with Randall because, you know, there there is that one moment where. Um, when Waternoose and Randall are together and Waternoose says to Randall, like, you made me get rid of like our best scarer. Like you're half the scarer, like Sully has ever been, which makes you think a little bit. Waternoose has done what he's done because he felt pressure to, like he needed to save the company. He, you know, started this like kidnapping children initiative, or wanted to start this kidnapping children initiative because he sounds pretty bad. <laughs> no, it sounds. I'm actually yeah, I'm trying, I'm starting to convince myself. But Randall, it's okay. Anyway, it sounds like Waterness was doing this because he felt like he had to for the betterment of the company that had been in his family in for three generations. He said. Whereas Randall just like wants to, he just wants glory for himself. Yeah. Um, it's a really hard debate. They both sucks tremendously. They do. I um, think that's fair. I am just going Randall again cuz he doesn't even show the slightest little glimmer of like, oh, he's a he's a, you know, good heart, good intentions. Yeah. He's out for blood the whole right. way. And that's why they kill him. So. I can't believe they kill him. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. what about what, did, what about you? Uh
1: we're actually the, I don't know if they – no, they don't kill him. They put him in that uh like trailer park where oh, people right, think they it's do. a gator. Well, and maybe they, they, him they kill him. The yeah. <laughs> that's
0: actually yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, it's
1: same too. I, yeah. I go water noose. Um, the kidnapping children is what took me over the edge there. Yeah. Pretty, pretty um, up. and I, you know, I was like Randall, you know, he's trying to be the best and whatever, but he's scummy. Um, but yeah, I mean, between those two guys, it's I mean, either one of them, thank could God win they, the prize.
0: Yeah. I feel like when we do our next bracket, we might have to include both of them, yeah. honestly,
1: which, which of them kind of a side question, but which of them like. I think we talked about this with like Get Out, which which like death or like revenge was the best. Which did you prefer? Like did you like how Randall went out or how Noose went out? Cuz both were satisfying yeah, to me. Yeah,
0: I do like the way Randall went out. It's funny, but no, the way they frame Noose is yeah, amazing. It was amazing. It's such a satisfying scene too. You don't see it coming. It's a it's a twist. Yeah, it is. Uh it's no, I love that one.
1: I'm with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's great. So uh, regarding the title, Monsters, <laughs> Inc. Is, is a fine title. It's better than Toy Story. Yep. But uh, I think it could have been a little better. So do you have a new title for this movie?
1: Yeah, it's not good. It's um, Mine are horrible, too. Don't worry. I just have one. Scare Factory.
0: I have Scare Factory on her, too. No, you don't. I, do you want to see my God? You see oh, my you do. Computer? Oh, no. Wow.
1: I mean, that's, that's why, the first time that's ever happened. I know. And it's not, not like that creative. So I guess maybe it's not that crazy. I mean, but still, like, I
0: mean, great minds think alike. So yeah. Anyway. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so well, I had Scare Factory on there, too. All right. Um, well, then what do you got? I also had a monster's world. Okay. And then I had inside the closet. Pretty bad. <laughs> I think the theme of that
1: movie would be a little different than monsters. <laughs> oh, <I think>. shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I didn't I swear to god I didn't think about that at all but you're you're probably right it
1: could be applied to numerous different social situations but yes it could. Uh, your yes. other one's decent so.
0: oh, monsters world scare factory is probably the best one and that's yeah. pretty monsters ain't get better than all of those anyway
1: oh uh, that's really funny <laughs> okay well moving on quickly transition here um actor actress replace one of the stars in this film here
0: uh, so I have Ray Romano replacing <laughs> Billy Crystal as Mike Wazowski. That could
1: totally work. Yeah.
0: So, cause, And he's not as like, you know, uh, punchline, like knee slapping jokester. but And he would be more self-deprecating. But he also has an incredible voice um, that he's you would immediately distinct. recognize. And uh, I, I think Ray Romano would be good for Mike Wazowski. Instead of like, a, hey, Mike Wazowski, I'm over here. He'd be like, oh, Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Sully, what are we doing? <laughs> this is a horrible Ray Romano impersonation. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Um like when he's not everybody loves Raymond, he's like, Robert! Okay, so it'd be like Mike, what are we d oh, horrible? Right? Sully. You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be it'd be he'd be a more like he'd be a calmer, more self deprecating Mike Wazowski, but I think he'd be pretty funny.
1: It's like a more pithy version of everybody loves Raymond, but it's uh, trying to do a knocked up quote. Life is uh, like a more life
0: is like a, like life is like an episode of everybody loves Raymond except it's or life is like an unfunny episode of everybody loves Raymond except something. I don't Um, remember.
1: Anyway, no, I think that's great. I think I'm imagining Ray Romano seeing himself uh, or Mike playing like Mike Wazowski, seeing himself covered up in the commercial or in the, but it wouldn't be like yes, it'd be like oh, I'm on fucking sock. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> He'd be like what? <laughs> what? What
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, who'd you have? That's good. So um replacing James Coburn who plays yep. Waternoose. News. Yep. I have Willem Dafoe. Oh, man, I like that. <laughs> I love like a, I love Willem just Dafoe. evil. Yeah. Evil voice. He's got a good evil voice. That's the only basis I made for it. Now that I
0: think about it, he'd probably be a good Randall too. Yeah, he would. He'd be a good Randall. You're right. He can go. I I know you're thinking Green Goblin from Spider Man, right? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. totally. Yeah, that's great. I love Willem Dafoe. Um, That's that's i know you're a
1: huge Willem Dafoe. So I could have put him anywhere, and you'd been like, "Oh yeah, he's awesome." (laughs) How do you not like Willem Dafoe? He's great.
0: (laughs) He's he's good. Spot on. (laughs) um So moving on, Adam. Uh would Monsters Inc. be better or worse with Dremel, please Steve Carell in it. Better.
1: I I love Steve Carell. Um and he's very versatile. I think he plays Gru really well in um holy crap. What's the movie with the with the minions?
0: Despicable me. Despicable Me. I've actually Thank never you. seen Despicable Me.
1: Oh, okay. Well, he's really good in it. That's I mean, not
0: Pixar, right?
1: No. No, I think it's No, it's not Pixar. I'm not sure if stream works or Yeah, right. I don't know. But yeah. Um but it's a great film and Steve Karl's fantastic in it. He's like he 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 proves that he can be in an animated film like that. Um, I had him as George Sanderson in this. I put him in a specific role. Oh, nice! <laughs> just getting like pissed off and just getting the shit kicked out of him all the time. Just yeah. limited role, but I think it'd be fun
0: with Steve Carell as a side character. So I also said better, and I also put him as a side character, and I forgot his name. You fungus. just said it, but as Fungus. Oh, okay, <laughs> replacing uh, Frank Oz, the, the voice yeah. actor uh, as Fungus, Randall's assistant. Um, That's good. Yeah, I I agree with you. He'd be good at, like, he doesn't need to take the stardom away from from Crystal or Goodman, but be like a side character who has a couple scenes and he gets some some punchy dialogue in there. I think it'd be pretty funny. Yeah. He's, I mean, you can put Steve Carell on anything, honestly. I love him, so. Pretty much. I'll just say, because we say it all the time, I'm just going to say the words crazy stupid love. No, (laughs) no, that's my love. All right, we are moving right along here. Yeah, we're rolling.
1: Um, Trivia time.
0: I, I have... Three questions. I also have three questions. All right, so
1: I'll start with my first here. Yeah. Um, where did Mike get Celia a reservation for her birthday?
0: Where? It's the sushi place. You and these fucking names. I you know. and the names of people are the names. And I just looked it's at. Fine. You know
1: what? It's fine. Okay. It's fine. That's the last name I have on the questions. By the way, it's fine.
0: I, you know, I also. have But a- this one comes up a couple times. It does. So a- it's fair game. I-, I don't remember what's called Harryhausen's. Oh yes, that's good. We're it's going good. to Harryhausen's. You know what's kind of weird? Harryhausen's is, like, the name of, like, a German restaurant. Like, Hoffmann House. Yeah, but it's, like, <laughs> but, it, but it's a sushi restaurant. Yeah, it makes, it, no, makes sense. no sense. um makes no sense. Yeah. Harry, Harryhausen's.
1: I cracked up, too, at the sushi because there's, like, a hibachi chef that's an octopus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, flinging it with his eight arms. So, like, it's really funny. That
0: is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, my first question is, uh, what do they use the screams for? Like,
1: power, energy. Yeah, it's Yeah. Easy. yeah. yeah um this one's interesting i'm I'm curious if you picked up on this which toy story character does boo have in her in her room
0: isn't it um i do know this i don't remember the name isn't it the girl from toy story 2 yes yeah. jesse the yes, cowgirl jesse yeah nice
1: yeah because uh i think she hands it to to sully or something when she's like he comes in her room yeah that's and, so yeah.
0: creative to put that I in know. there it's just like sliding i saw that in and there. i was like holy shit
1: it's kind of how i felt when there was a back to the future reference in toy story i was
0: like oh my god oh no
1: way yeah <laughs> so yeah no, it's
0: awesome nice. um my second one what city do they live in Ooh, what's the name of the monster city these names it's always the names yeah i don't know monsterville don't monstropolis know. oh
1: monstropolis that's right that's good yeah um mine is really more of a fun fact because there's zero chance you would have picked up on it i mean i guess i'll just ask you anyway but been? there's like a joke of the year or joke of the day or something like that that's on like um the scoreboard okay at the bottom do you know what it is <laughs>
0: like what the joke is yeah it's
1: like a whole joke there's right. no, i'll just say it it's just um this guy like walks into a doctor's office and the doctor goes what seems to be the trouble and the like patient raises his arm or something and it says it hurts when i do this and the doctor says well don't do that <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the joke it's pretty good. I don't
1: know why I saw it. I don't know why I picked up on it, but I, I was like, like this would be a little fun fact. It's pretty funny. Yeah.
0: Um, so my last one is, um, how many, so when, I forget his name, when the guy gets the sock on him, and the CDA. Sanderson. When the, when, <laughs> yeah, when, when, Georgie, yeah. When Georgie gets the sock on him, and they have to, uh, you know, the CDA comes, and they shave him and everything. How many days had it been from the last sock like incident in, not sock just oh, any incident oh
1: when they had the tracker yes it's it's funny cuz it's like tracking an OSHA violation
0: and right, like right exactly so the, um, and the, yeah, yeah there's like there's a certain number of it was said like days since last yeah. incident and then they ripped that number off and then it's zero yeah. again yeah i don't know it was like 49 or something
1: Ooh, like that really
0: close 47 no
1: wow i knew it was 40 something yeah that's a good question yeah <laughs> it's really funny it goes right to zero i yeah. love that one <laughs> like live
0: um man adam we are rolling through this let's take one more break And then we'll dive into our final segment. This episode of Butterless Popcorn is brought to you by Todlich Funkeld, Germany's premier sparkling water brand. Sick and tired of traditional sparkling water flavors like lime, lemon, berry, or tangerine? And at the same time, have you always wanted to travel to Germany and eat their most beloved dishes? With Todlich Funkeld, you get the best of both worlds. Order now and you'll receive a 330 packs of Todling Funkeld's famous bratwurst, schnitzel, and Konigsberger Klöpse flavored sparkling waters. You can order online at tfunkeld.com and use the promo code BUTTERLESS, that's B-U-T-T-E-R, LESS, the name of this podcast, for a discount. Order now for your trip to Germany through a can of sparkling water with Todling Funkeld. Alright, welcome back to Butterless Popcorn in our third and final segment. Adam. What is your plot what if for Monsters, Inc.?
1: Um, what if they couldn't find Boo's door? Mm. Like, what did they do with the child? I have so, a
0: child. So say. there's a couple things they could do. One, she's stuck there. And Sully and Mike. Just like take her in. And raise her. Or they go to the Himalayas again and can try to, like, send her home through this Himalayas.
1: Oh, interesting. Or go through, like, any or other Or go through any th- other
0: door to try to find out. But I guess there's no other way to... F- they have no idea where she where lives. Is. Yeah, that's true. They have no idea. Well, actually, maybe they did, because they had that big global map in the scare room. Oh, they do. They would so know what I, time it was at. They would know what time it was at, but they, I think each door, they know where each door is in the world.
1: That's true. There's probably some kind of tracking. And that's yeah, whole I think each – so they
0: probably – even if they don't have access to the door anymore, they probably remembered, like, roughly where it was. Yeah. So maybe getting another door – or getting her through any other door, and then trying to get her back to the vicinity. But how would
1: they get her? They would just like drop her off in someone's room, and then right. someone would have to because they can't just like go Sully. In the world. Sully's got to go
0: with that. That that should have been the sequel to Monsters
1: Inc. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were, technically, it was a prequel, The Monsters You. Was oh a prequel, right. But yeah, yeah. How would yeah? Because Sully would have to be in like the real world and disguise himself or something. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. And it's like then the monsters go into human world. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah. So mine, is, that's actually a really good one. Mine is, what if Sully and Mike decided that they loved the Himalayas <laughs> and the Abominable Snowman and just didn't want to leave?
1: Yeah, that'd be. Um, it's not a really great one. But I feel like funny. eventually Sully would be itching to get back in there. I think Give so. Give it one more go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just like the NFL, NFL player had been yeah. in LA for 10 years. Yeah, been one. Like- I still got it. I so still got it, Mike. <laughs> Mikey, you think I still got it. Sully, we live a good life over here. Give me one. Oh, more. You're a beauty, baby. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah underwhelming one. one, but I thought that was funny no, that is fine. Talk about. Um this
1: is gonna get interesting. So give Monsters Inc. a new genre and describe the plot here.
0: Uh so I actually went kind of deep here, but uh I had a a kind of drum dramedy kind of. So instead of and we kind of just said it. But instead of a kid entering the monster's world, it's it's uh, monsters entering our world. So fast forward, it's the year 3087. Wow. And after 200 plus years or not, not more than 200, hundreds of plus, plus years of a divided United States, liberal protesters are forced underground and their lives are stripped from them and as the years went on as the decades and eventually the centuries went on uh, ultra conservatives reigned in the world so not even the united states sorry the world um, and to a point where liberals who 200 years later nobody had actually ever seen a liberal they're just they became a myth almost monster like figures that everyone knew were just kind of lying beneath the surface and if a liberal ever if a liberal ever got out They would eat everyone. That was always what everybody said. So Jake and Sully are two lifelong buddies who are groundskeepers at Fenway Park. One day after a game is rained out. Ben Affleck's in this movie, right? of course he is. He's Sully (laughs) and Matt Damon is, is Mike, yeah. One day after a game got rained out, they had to stay late to make sure the field was in good condition. How's that park to play still the around?
1: <laughs> the park like falling apart now. It's Fenway Park. Oh, I don't funny. know. It's Fenway Park. Okay, go on. Uh,
0: make sure the field was in decent condition. Sully <laughs> digs a bit too deep in left field while trying to patch up some grass, and out pops a three-year-old girl wearing a Bernie twenty twenty <laughs> shirt, and she immediately darts off into the green monster. And at first, they're petrified for their lives, but Sully and Mike hunt Fenway Park to find the child. But they must do so before Mr. Watermoose, the owner of the Red Sox, finds her first to make her part of his overarching evil plan. (laughs) I I don't know what to say. I'm imagining, (laughs) like
1: the girl when she like r- arises or whatever comes out from underground she's like having kind of like a panic attack she's like oh, uh universal health care uh yeah. <laughs> she's like itching herself like uh basic income child care uh <laughs> minimum wage minimum wage basically yeah. um i can't it. so the red wait we're the red the red Sox.
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know i just thought i'd throw the red sox are socks you watching Pitch? Are we watching? Not- fever Pitch? No, I was not. We should do fever pitch. I was not watching fever pitch. Oh, that is. I-, I don't know why I thought it's thought of the Red Sox. Kind of thought of Goodwill Hunting. You know, nice. Jake and Sully sounds like guys who would be in Goodwill <laughs> Hunting. Mike and
1: Sully. Why do you keep saying Jake? There?
0: No, Jake and Sully so- <laughs> <laughs> You said it like two or three oh, times. I, ha- I, have J- I have Jake. Ri- I, ha- I have Jake written in my notes. <laughs> why did I say Jake? Jake. <laughs> Why do I have Jake? You said in it here? once,
1: I was like, I'll let it pass. Maybe it's just
0: Wait, one of them Jake... Boston name. Oh, Jake Sully is the guy is the character in Avatar. Jake Sully. Jake Sully. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's why it's sounded familiar. I don't, maybe that's that's gotta be why I can't a think a Boston of any other guy reason. too. I don't know. Yeah, that's funny. Maybe. Uh anyway, that would be my outrageous uh comedy I do drama. Like, monster, you really stepped out of the box. I like it. really stepped out of the box. what do you okay. have? <laughs> ten minutes later? <laughs> Mine is
1: Sully. Jake like, Sully? <laughs> nope, just Sully. Uh, so it's like a sci-fi time travel <laughs> type of movie nice, here. I love that. Sully is at home sleeping after a good day of scaring when he has a terrible dream. The town is overrun by children and the monsters are forced to quarantine to stay safe. Sound familiar? Yeah. Sully tells Mike <laughs> about his dream and they decide they need to do something to prevent it. Then they realize... The doors not only open up to different parts of the world, but also different times. They hop through different doors until they eventually work their way far back enough to warn the company, Monsters, Inc., of the future troubles. But throughout their encounters, as they're hopping through time, they realize that children are actually harmless. So they decide to team up with the children and change the
0: course of history. Ooh, I like that. Marty. Yeah. Just <laughs> say Marty. Yeah. Marty. <laughs> yeah, be like Mike Wazowski.
1: But Can't Doc take that kind there. of rejection. <laughs>
0: yeah. There you go. That's great. Um,
1: so we both uh, we both got a little
0: little nutso there. A Little nutso. Uh, moving on. Adam, does Monsters, Inc. make the Mount Rushmore for anyone involved with the film? I feel like we're gonna have a fairly easy time with this one.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll start with Pete Doctor. Yeah. Who, you know, his hands are all over this. Um, it is a yes, but, you know, he's had other really impressive work. So Up. Yeah. Um, Soul, yep. which I've seen like only like 10 minutes of,
0: but I got to watch more. Of I it. never saw Soul, actually. Um, and great.
1: Inside Out, which I actually never saw. Really but good. Really like, great I like things. I liked that a lot.
0: He's actually only directed those four movies. So I guess Monsters, Inc. is automatically in his. It does, Rushmore. yeah. But uh, no, he's had his hands in every Pixar project pretty much. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Uh, great call. I'm going to take Mr. Steve Buscemi. Okay. I said no. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff, and he is really good in a lot of stuff. Um, while he is good in this, he's also great in Big Fish, Fargo, Reservoir Dogs, The Big Lebowski, Billy Madison. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I nubbed it down to Reservoir Dogs, Fargo, Billy Madison and Big Fish. Um, yeah, I, I, I just I just right couldn't. Line. He's really good in this. I just couldn't, you know. I mean, and he is. I mean, his role in Billy Madison is hilarious. I know. Uh, I just like couldn't. <laughs> it's so I weird. couldn't find a spot for Steve Buscemi on this Mount Rushmore.
1: I, I'm sorry. It's really interesting for, you know, how many actors, like, we're talking about Reservoir Dogs and Monsters, Inc. in the same sentence i pretty it's, wild it's so, right
0: yeah, it's nuts pretty and crazy Billy Madison. i mean yeah. he's all over the place i mean and like well and like john goodman like you know big lebowski yeah and monsters inc which is in the big lebowski he says the word fuck probably like at least 18 times it's just it's so disparate from this but it's it's awesome it shows the yeah, range of people yeah
1: I guess I'll just stick with John Goodman then. Yeah, stick with Um, John Goodman.
0: I mean, I put yes. I also put yes.
1: Um, He's also in The Flintstones, which is... Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's a fun movie. That's the only way to put it. I feel like
0: people our age really... like John Goodman and Flintstones is something we definitely correlate.
1: Yeah. And and we're not like... I mean, I'm not a Roseanne guy. so I mean, it's TV. We usually try to remove those, but... So, I mean, it's an easy yes for me for John Goodman. Yeah, me
0: too. Uh, I will... Hey, so James Coburn, uh, massive in the '60s. He was in the Magnificent Seven and The Great Escape, both with Steve McQueen, which are like historic movies. Um, so he had a crazy run then and was one of the great actors of that time. So I'm going to say no, but he is damn funny in this. Yeah, he is. He's really good as Mr. Water News. Yeah, he's a great character.
1: It's very good voice acting. I mean, it's just yeah, yeah. He is sinister, scary. Um. Well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go Randy Newman. Do <laughs> Randy mean, Newman. I mean,
0: Fat man with uh, his kid and doll. I put sure. <laughs> I put sure. So we know he won an Oscar for a song in this movie, but what song is it?
1: It was the uh, the, the duo with uh, Goodman and Billy Crystal. I, I have it somewhere Um, where, oh, if I didn't have you.
0: How does it? I don't even know. I it don't goes. even remember. That's why I put sure. Should we? Should we try to play this right now? <laughs> yeah. See if you. Can, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get this right might now. Be a couple of advertisements, but let's you know, see. are able to pull it up here. I think we could get this. Monsters Inc. Album by Randy Newman. If I didn't have you, it's the first one. Yeah. Oh wait, it's the one with Billy Crystal and John Goodman singing. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. is that the opening credits one? Is it...
1: I, was just like Randy I think Newman. it's
0: the opening credits. Okay. I live in a penthouse. It's good, really oh, I think you're right. Or it's the beginning or the end. Yeah. Probably the beginning because it's the first track on, oh, the, on okay. the album. Anyway. Great song. Well, so, yeah, Randy Newman. <clears throat> so yeah, So for he sure. wrote it then. So he wrote that yes. song then. Yes. How did, I mean, John Goodman and Billy Crystal should have gotten some credit for that one too, if they didn't. Yeah, decent performance. Very good. <laughs> um I'm gonna take Jennifer Tilly. Okay. Uh, So I know she's, she's she's, I forget her character's name. She's Mike's girlfriend. Celia. Celia. Uh, She's a good actress. I like her. Um, She's awesome in the Child's Play series. So Chucky, like the the, the killer doll Chucky. She plays uh, the bride of Chucky, I think, in one of the movies. Okay. She's really good in it, actually, and she's in a couple of them um she's good in this she's got <clears>
1: some range there because she, she is you know, good and happy this. and also angry and she does a good job yeah also
0: great voice yeah great voice they i mean the the casting in this movie is just so good with these voices are so distinct with almost everybody in here it's it's awesome
1: it is i think you i think you need that for an animated film too when you, you definitely don't know do. what they look like necessarily yeah. when the monsters but um all right, this next one. I mean, it's it's more of a shout out than than anything, but it's um, Mary Gibbs. Yep. Yeah, so her film her, her filmography is essentially monsters.
0: Right. I think she's like a yoga instructor now.
1: Uh, she's the
0: griller voiced Boo.
1: Yes. Yeah. So uh, you know, what I mean, great great work. Um, wonderful
0: kitty. Yeah, wonderful. But that's uh, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, so I think is Billy Crystal all the way. I watched? think it I is think Billy so. time. Yeah. Uh, so I did say yes for Billy Crystal. Uh, you know he's su- he has such an interesting career because he's a he's you know he's a legendary comic, um, but his career kind of spans outside of like the TV film realm. You know he's someone who's hosted the Oscars like nine times. <laughs> yeah. You know it's like that's kind of big where- stand up guy. Yeah, too. Yeah. So and- his career is more than just that. But I he's great in this. Mike Wazowski is is a pretty iconic character, honestly. Um, when Harry met Sally is mm-hmm. is obviously, you know, kicked off rom coms essentially. City Slickers is really funny. And also another person, Princess Bride. He is really funny in Princess Bride. He's in it for like three minutes.
1: I can't I can't even picture it. It's either. the Princess scene Bride.
0: when um oh what's the main uh the uh uh, uh Carrie Ellis character's name. I don't remember. He's in like really? a like a like a dungeon and they're like not burning his skin, but they're doing something. It's like a really old, ugly man, like tor- kind of torturing him. Okay, that's Billy Crystal. I can't. I can't even picture incredible her. makeup job too.
1: Okay, man. I mean, does, does yeah. he look like Billy Crystal? I can't even picture. I don't know. No, does he doesn't he... really look at Billy oh, okay. Crystal in that
0: scene, but it is him, and he's really funny in it. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so I had that. Uh, so yes, for Billy Crystal though.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I know, and analy- a lot people like analyze this. Um, yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen that. I think uh, I saw
0: the first one because it was analyzed. This, it was analyzed that. and yeah. I think there was a the third one, but Billy Crystal and Bobby D. Yes. Bobby D.
1: Uh, he'll come up every every episode. Every episode. Bobby,
0: Bobby D. And Jim Carrey. We actually haven't talked about Jim Carrey in a while. No, we haven't.
1: Actually, I think he might have been. In he was the in running. the running
0: for either this or Toy Story. Was it this? I, I think it was this. I think it was this. We didn't uh, bring him up. No, I think maybe he not. was. No, I think he was in the. Then it was either this or Toy Story. I remember seeing his name in the research as well.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to find that, because I don't know how we didn't uh, bring up Jim Carrey. I well, feel like yeah, it's a... It's like, well, now
0: we're bringing up Jim Carrey.
1: Yeah, we just did it. Okay. Good afternoon,
0: good evening, and good night.
1: There you go. Um, have we
0: done a Jim Carrey movie yet?
1: I don't think we have. Oh, my God. No. Oh. Uh, did we do Man on the Moon?
0: Yeah, we oh, did. We Man did. On the moon. Oh, sorry. We did yeah, do yeah, Man yeah. on the Moon. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and what by the way,
1: Jim Carrey was for Buzz. He was in the running for Buzz Lightyear. Wow.
0: What if Jim Carrey was Buzz Lightyear? I I'm speechless right now. To infinity. <laughs> to infinity <And> beyond. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you are a strange little man, Woody. Yes <laughs> <Ooh>, sir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is too, too good. Uh, uh, good. We are getting good. out of control here. It yes. is getting late here, so yeah. we'll um wind off on this one what is
0: monsters inc inc's legacy so i think and when we touched on this earlier in the beginning i think it's the characters uh and how developed and deep every single one of the characters in this movie is uh and after learning that each character had its own lead animator which was something pixar had never done before um I honestly, that's really the only like note I had here because it's, you know, it's an amazing movie but like how does it separate itself from other Pixar movies and like what's its lasting impact? Um, Like Mike and Sully are iconic characters but like so is Randall, so is Roz, Mm -hmm. so are all those little side characters and they're they're just wonderful characters uh, and the monsters. Um, That's kind of what I had. Yeah. What do you got?
1: Um, I think, yeah, I'll piggyback off of that a little bit. You mentioned like the individual animation production of everyone um, which is really impressive it does really show and the only other thing I put was just like there's like legitimate Pixar momentum here yeah um, right, right
0: this is when Pixar became as we said like huge Yeah, Matt like because yeah.
1: you know at, at first it's like okay you have Toy Story you have Toy Story 2 that was a sequel so like you know they're they're playing off a good thing they had you know everyone catches lightning in a bottle. Then you've got, like, a completely different film, no affiliation, completely unrelated to Toy Story, and it's fantastic. So it's like they've done they've done it again, basically. And, you know, between this, The Bug's Life, um, and then it's about to be a run in the early 2000s and, and mid to I mean, there's going to be a ton of these movies yeah. coming out shortly after. But, like, this is, I think, when you know, it's like, all right, we've, they've done this multiple times this is legit so
0: yeah and 20 years later they're still rolling it's still incredible still rolling yeah it's pretty unbelievable and, and it
1: does in specifically these movies and this is not just specific to monsters inc but they age so well they really do not only in the technology but the humor that they have in there the uh the characters i mean you could still get a mike wazowski or solely plush animal if you wanted to yeah. anyway i mean it's just it's, that's it's very incredible. true they do such a good job of it so it's for all of these pixar movies the legacy is just never
0: ending it's impressive yeah he's absolutely right he's absolutely right you're, you're absolutely right no that, i couldn't have said that better myself um adam anything I else agree more Any, <laughs> anything else before we sign off here uh anything else more to add about monsters inc i just this movie is just so wonderful and you know i felt like i was almost in tears yeah towards the end there too i'm really um, interested i'm gonna watch that disney show when it comes out i'm really interested yeah i, I kind of want to watch it too at least the first episode see, okay, um, see hopefully it's better than monsters university but signing off thank you again for listening everybody we'll be back with some more pixar episodes after this take care